Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live the dream once again here on a fabulous sports Saturday. This is Fox Football Saturday, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We're going to help get you there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We are eight days away from the Super Bowl. The matchup between the 49ers and the Chiefs. It's an outstanding matchup. No question about that. How we got there, that's going to be part of our discussion on today's edition of Fox Football Saturday. Ephraim, I'm going to start the show today with something that I've been thinking about since the conference championship games last week. So over the course of my career, the course of my life, I hear a lot of this. Illustrious. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ground cover, right? And more and more, I hear this. You need to change with the times. (laughs) You need to get on board. Nothing is like it was. Change is inevitable. That's true. Get with the times. So I'm thinking about this, and I'm I'm looking back years ago, and I remember I was the co-host of the first ever midday sports talk radio show on the west coast ever down at 690 in 1990 a show that went from noon to four there had never been a midday sports radio show on the west coast in fact the only midday sports radio show anywhere in the country had started the year before with mike and the mad dog Mm -hmm. so they decided if they can do it in new york we're going to try it here and i'm thinking to myself 
Who the hell's listening? <laughs> Daytime radio at that point, this is in 1990, was geared to women because women were home. You had like radio psychologists. Those were really big, like lady radio psychologists. And they would take calls and talk to women that had problems and everything else. And I was thinking to myself, all right, so you're asking me to do a show in the middle of the day and all the guys are at work. I mean, this is the assumption I'm making at the time. Like, who's listening? And what we found out real early was, well, there are guys that were working, a lot of guys on the road. They were listening on the road. And it didn't take long for the show to catch fire. Like, wow, what took so long for someone to get the idea that instead of afternoon drive, how about a sports radio show during the day? There's an audience for it. So I understand from my own experience that change can be a good thing. And I've been, I've been harped upon over and over again about analytics in sports. And I want to take a step back. I'm not going to have some kind of blanket statement that say all analytics are bad. But I also think this. If you're going solely on analytics in terms of making a coaching decision, a managing decision based purely on the numbers, then I ask this question, why do I need you? If, if, if everything's due to analytics, I can stand there with a piece of paper and say, all right, the chance of this happening is 45%, but if I do this, it's 50%. I'm going to go with the 50%. Why would I need a coach? Why would I need a manager if you're only going to go by analytics? So everyone's trying to make excuses for what happened a week ago, decisions that were being made by coaches with the idea, well, he's being aggressive, or the analytics said this, or analytics said that. And my observation, call me an old timer, get off my lawn, whatever you want to call me, is that if you had a feel for the game, you know what the right thing should have been done as opposed to what was done. All right, I, I want to I back off for a second, Ephraim, because you're of the next tier generation, but you're, you're approaching my level at some point, few, many years away. I, I mean, maybe like two generations removed, but go ahead. All right, so my point is this, is that when I was watching the Detroit Lions and the 49ers, mm -hmm. the Lions are up 24 to 7 at halftime, 49ers get the ball first, and your defense holds, holds them to a field goal. Good deal. Now you're driving down the field. Now you ready for this percentage? So they were in a position on fourth down for Badgley to attempt a 46-yard field goal. Ironically, his percentage of making that is 46%. They had a fourth and two. You know what their percentage on that was? 47%. So based on 1%, they decided to go for it on fourth and two. Now that would have made the game what? 17 points, right? It would have been back to 17 again okay. if Badgley makes the field goal back okay. to 27 to 10. A three-score game. Uh, late in the third quarter. Late in the third quarter. Yes. So in real time, when I'm watching this, all I'm thinking is this is a no-brainer. It's not a 50-plus yarder. No. Because even if Badgley were to miss the field goal, okay, so then the 49ers get the ball. It's it's no big deal. Their, their kicker, Moody, had already missed a field goal. Mm -hmm. So that's tip for tat. But when a team stops you on fourth down, that is an emotional game changer. And the 49ers... It's called, it's called 
Momentum. Momentum. And in that moment, if Badgley misses the field, go fine. The 49ers take down. They're down two touchdowns. But by stopping the Lions on fourth down, even if it was on a drop pass, it ignited that 49er team. And in a blink of an eye, especially after Jameer Gibbs fumbles the ball, game is tied. 14 points. Just like that. And so this gets back to a feel for the game as opposed to just simply going with the analytics. All right, I defer to you. I'm going to leave leave now. So to that point, I hope you're not still riding around with an 8-track in your car, okay? All right? (laughs) 8-tracks were really good back in the day. They were really good back in the day. Don't know where you can get it serviced or even buy an 8-track these days. Hope you don't even have a CD player in your car. Uh, (laughs) Some of my best work I can't play. Let's put it that way. Well, we get it. Uh, But to the point you were making, when I was watching that game, I watched Dan Campbell and all the vibrato, all the things that he did to change the culture – uh, of the Detroit Lions, and trust me, I know I play, I played a year there. Towards the end of my career, I played a year in Detroit and realized I wanted to go do something else. Now, you, you joined them the year after they were 0-16. Yes, when uh, Jim Schwartz came in as a yes. head coach. Good coach. Good co- great coach. Mm-hmm. Scott Linehan, whole nine yards. And so as I'm watching this Detroit story, I'm pulling for them because I know what they mean to the city. So am I. Uh, I know what they mean to football. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm like, wow, they really have an opportunity to do something special here. And then I watched him on the uh, first, fourth, and uh, two to go up by three scores again. Not by one, not by two, but to push the lead back up to three scores. And if you really look at the numbers, statistically, at that point in time, a team would have a hard time scoring three times unless something drastic happened, right? If you just took your regular possessions, a team would have a tough time mid to late third quarter to making up a three-score difference since you want to use analytics. And then I watched him choose to go for two. I mean, to go for uh, the the first down, fourth and two. And I said to myself, wow, this has got to be the dumbest thing that's about to happen right now. There is no upside. Case in point, where they were on the field, say you got the first down and you went three more plays and you didn't. You only gained four more yards after the first down. So now it would be fourth and six. You'd probably kick the field goal. So what did you gain? You didn't gain anything. The chances of you continuing to drive the ball down the field to score a touchdown were very, very low. Very low. Against that caliber of defense in the second half. So not only did you misread the analytics, you didn't look at all of them. Because if you take the three points there, the game shifts dramatically in your favor to win. That's what you need to look at. Not about the down and distance, where you are on the field, but if you're going to use analytics, use all of them. What happens if we go up by 17 with six minutes left in the third quarter? What are our percentages to win? That's the only one that matters. I watched him fail there, and I said, man, the game is over. Right at that moment, 
even though San Francisco was down 14 points, I said, Dan, Dan Campbell just lost the game. They go down, they score, right? This thing that we talked, you talked about earlier, momentum is a real thing. It's a breathing thing. It's actually a member of the team. That's why teams love to play at home because they can control the momentum. It's a dangerous thing when you're on the other side of that momentum because you don't know how to stop it. And so what happened is they go down and they score. Now it's a one position game instead of three. It's one, right? Your chances of winning drop down dramatically. Analytics. You come out first play, hand the ball off, fumble in your territory. What happens? They go and score. They tie the game. Your chances of winning plummet, plummet because you're on the road. Momentum has shifted and the team that you're going against, the home team now has every advantage. You come down, you have an opportunity uh, to, I I believe, uh, tie the game. You have an opportunity to tie the game, right? Let's prolong this game. Let's try to capture some of this momentum back. This is late in the fourth quarter. You decide that you're going to go for it again on fourth down. This is how we got here. You're down three. This is how we got here. Let's not tie the game in the biggest game in, in the history of the Detroit Lions as we know it. History. You choose to let your ego get in the way of what's best for you, your team, and your city. And now they're at home. They're going to watch the Super Bowl like we're going to watch the Super Bowl. So you don't go for the field, go to tie it. You miss on fourth down and the 49ers score to go up 10. And then you get a garbage touchdown late in the game. They had no chance of – Because you can't do it. Onside kick. Look, I, this, this again is the analytics game. But what we're talking about is this. And you bring up the great point about this wasn't like going for it fourth down at – you know, inside the 10-yard line. You're still, if you get three or four yards instead of a 46-yard field goal, now you got a 42-yard field goal. It, Does that really make a difference? No, not at all. Doesn't make a difference not at, at all. all. Nope, not at all. So, I mean, and afterwards, you know, you hear Dan Campbell defending his decision. Lion fans will back up Campbell no matter what. It's amazing. Everyone else is looking like, what the hell did you just do? You just blew it, especially on the road, because by the 49ers stopping you on fourth down, that gets the crowd back into it, mm-hmm. and that gets momentum, because up to that point, even though it was 24, the 49ers had done nothing, nothing in that game. They scored three points. Nothing. They scored, they that scored three opening points drive in, in the, the third second half, they couldn't it. even get in the end zone, and you're like, this game is over. over. All the we Lions have to do, got it. All we have to do is match their points. They got three, we and get And the three. fact that the Lions got the ball back in their first possession of the second went right down the field, and it's like... Take the field goal, go up 17, and a blink of an eye, instead of up 17, it's tied. Points are a premium. But Uh, but, but look, look, we saw them lose the game uh, in the regular season to change their seeding. We saw them go for two, and then they take that away for a penalty. They back all the way up, and they went for two again from the 10-yard line. All right, we got a big thank you from the 49ers. We also have a big thank you for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going to break down, as disappointing as the Lions' decision was, Maybe you have the advantage of the excuse that we have a young coach and he's never been in that position before. 
I'm trying to figure out what the excuse was for John Harbaugh and his game plan against the Chiefs. We'll break it down. This is Fox Football Saturday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, why? Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. wait, try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Steve Harbin, from Salam. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. It's in Vegas this year. It's one of the few years I will not be hanging out at the Super Bowl You're not going? site. No, not this year. Really? Well, now I've been credentialed for 26 Super Bowl weeks. That's a lot of Super Bowls I've covered over the years. A lot. Uh, are you credentialed for this one? I'm not. And I, I'm not really 
seeking to. I, I, I'll put it this way. The, uh, I, so my normal routine during Super Bowl weeks was to uh, cover the week and then get home and usually get paid to make an appearance watching the game. There's nothing better than that. So you get to watch the game and get paid at the same time. Love that. That's a, that's a double. So the, I've only actually been in attendance at four Super Bowls. And I feel like those are four Super Bowls I missed. But to me, to me, Super Bowl is about the whole TV experience. You got the commercials, you got the, the halftime show and everything else. It's not like a regular game when you're going to a game. And I've sat in regular seats. I've sat in the press box. Mm-hmm. I feel those four Super Bowls that I actually was in attendance are games that I missed. So I'm looking forward to this matchup. I really am. But it's not one that should have happened. We talked about the Lions' failure to protect a 24-7 halftime lead. The Lions should have been in the Super Bowl. And the Ravens had every reason to be in the Super Bowl as well, except for a complete miscalculation on a game plan against Kansas City Chiefs. Now, last week you were not here. Kerry Rhodes was here. Kerry went to Louisville. He's a friend of Lamar Jackson. So I asked him, have you spoken to Lamar this week? Yes. And I said, my concern about Lamar Jackson in this matchup is that Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of the field. And that he comes in with a mindset that I have to outplay Patrick Mahomes being the assumed MVP this season. And that's a dangerous thing. Going against a quarterback who has the postseason pedigree of a guy like Patrick Mahomes. If Lamar Jackson stays in his lane, does what he does best, the Ravens should be okay at home. So what happened? Now, we talked about fourth down. How about what happened in this game? The Chiefs go right down the field, score. Boom, 7 nothing. Ravens, well, actually, the Ravens had the ball first. They had a 3 and out. Now you're down 7 nothing. You have a fourth down in your own territory, and they go for it. Now, John Harbaugh is one of those coaches that was really on the edge of being that first guy to start going in on fourth down. It worked. Keeper goes for 21, handoff for 15. Next thing, throw a perfect touchdown pass to Zay Flowers, and we're tied at seven. I'm like, we got a game. Except for one small problem. At that point, the Ravens decided our guy can match Mahomes throw for throw. They abandon the running game. And I'm like, wait a second here. You're at home. You were, it was never. You're never down two touchdowns in this game. It's a one-score game the entire way, and they completely abandoned their running game, even though it was clear that Lamar Jackson was not going to throw a high percentage of against, oh, the number one ranked pass defense in the NFL. You talk about a miscalculation. Is it on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, he didn't execute. But I'm looking at John Harbaugh, the coach of the team, standing on the sideline, watching his offense sputter, trying to throw the football, and I'm thinking, what are you doing? That one, to me, was on Harbaugh first and Lamar Jackson second. That was my thought. So, coming into this game, in this season, Lamar had a lot to prove. Mm -hmm. New offensive coordinator, more passing, less dependency on your 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 legs. So less called runs. Okay, that's great. Keep him healthy. He does have a tremendous arm. 
He can throw from anywhere on the field. Got the touch. He got everything. He's a quarterback. He's an MVP. But they came out sluggish and slow last week against Houston. And then the second half, Lamar did what he did best. He had 11 carries for 100 yards. That's almost 10 yards a carry and two rushing touchdowns. It completely threw the Houston defense off kilter because you can't guard everybody. And so I'm like, oh, okay, they figured it out. Fast forward to the uh, biggest game of his life, the FC Championship game, and you look at the numbers. Lamar Jackson threw the ball 37 times. It's a seven-point game. It's a seven-point game. He threw the ball 37 times. He ran the ball eight. And even though he only ran the ball eight, he still rushed for 54 yards. That's seven yards a carry. Think about this. 37 pass attempts in a one-score game. It's not like you were down two touchdowns. They ran the ball 16 total times. Crazy. Number one rushing defense, offense in the league. So to me, what happened was, and it's not only Lamar's fault, when you have to put your ego aside for the betterment of the team, then you got to do what you have to do. Yeah, you got Mark Andrews back. That's great. What I watched Lamar do is just play into the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs. It was like a dream for them. They were petrified of Lamar just taking off because they know that's their way to prolong drives. The best way to beat a quarterback the caliber of Patrick Mahomes is to keep him standing right over there on the sideline as you complete third and short after third and short after third and short. Did you see time of possession in this game? Oh, my God. It was like two to one. So when I watched Lamar Jackson sitting in the pocket and he's patting the bat, the, 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 the ball three times, oh, I said, oh, this, this is not Lamar Jackson. Lamar hits on his back foot. He looks, looks, Pat's gone. You can't, you can't cover that as a defense. You can't cover that. What you can't cover is a quarterback who can't get out of the pocket, who's going to hold on to the ball. And that's what they forced him to do. He had an opportunity to take off. I was just, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Run. Run. You had the whole field. You're one of the best athletes on the entire field. Just go. Just go. They'd be in the Super Bowl. The reason we've got the 49ers versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, two people, Dan Campbell and John Harbaugh. They lost games they should not have lost. But that does give us a great matchup, and we're going to get into that. But first... Let's find out what is trending right now. Brian Finley is here. Be Fen. 
Another long day for you, B. Finn. He does all the work here at Fox Sports Radio's multitude of jobs, including doing a little post-game UCLA Bruin basketball talk tonight. Filling in for the great Tim Cates. Mm-hmm. I expect you to be calling in, Steve, as a UCLA I have alum. TV work uh, tonight, so I'm just sitting around doing nothing. So, yeah, I can call in. Yeah, call in, and I want to hear what you have to say about the game after the win, because the Bruins are on the up and up. They've won four of their last five after losing eight out of nine. I was talking about this. They're five and five in the conference. The Pac-12 sucks. I mean, it's a terrible basketball conference this year. Arizona keeps losing, and they're supposedly a, a top-20 team. I don't know. I'm looking, can UCLA win six of the last eight? Maybe get a three seed? Because they're going to have to win the conference tournament and have any chance to go to the big dance. I think we can all agree that Arizona is extremely overrated, and they talk a big game, and they don't always deliver. So that's How about USC be- dead last alone in the Pac-12? Didn't they sign the number one high school recruit? They did, but you know what they do? They play soft. Wow. And I, and I did say that, but... Teams that win against them, and I think Andy Enfield, their coach, would be the first to tell you this. Like teams are out aggressiving. That's not even a word. But when you when you take the aggressiveness to them, they sort of back down. It's it's like the Matador defense. How does he survive? Well, he's a great recruiter, and a lot of the problems that they're having right now are injury related. So there is that obvious low hanging fruit of an excuse. But they don't have their top player. Isaiah Collier, yeah. he's been out. They've got guys in and out. So, And that's the same thing for Oregon, who UCLA is going to be hosting tonight at Poly Pavilion. O- Oregon's got some injury issues as well. So you can go to that excuse, but you can only go for it for so long. All right, well, All right. we'll get to our March Madness yeah. a little bit yeah, later we'll on. Do that. Speaking of injuries, a Bulls superstar, Zach Levine, will be out for the rest of the season because of that right foot injury. He's going to have surgery on that now, and he is going to miss about four to six weeks. Joel Embiid has a displaced flap of the meniscus in his left knee, and he is considering rest, rehab, or the other option would be committing himself to surgery. The Dolphins finalize Anthony Weaver as their defensive coordinator. Cliff Kingsbury, a finalist for the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator vacancy, did the hula hoop around the verbal agreement he made with the Raiders to be their OC. And Kingsbury in Las Vegas reportedly got stuck in a contract dispute. And rumor is that Chip Kelly, who has had two interviews with the Raiders in the last few days, could be the one that Las Vegas tabs to be their next offensive coordinator. Also, NASCAR has decided to run their clash tonight at the L.A. Coliseum as opposed to tomorrow in hopes of avoiding some of the rain. And our sister station, FS1, will carry it starting at 8 Eastern time. In college hoops, we did see a win for number 1 UConn as they polish off a victory against St. John 77-64. Yes, Ephraim Salam, what a win for your San Diego State Aztecs. Talk about it. <laughs> yes, at home. 81-67, they triumph on national television against number 17 Utah State. And how about this is a nice win, a resume-boosting win for number 8 Kansas at home as they take it to number 4 Houston, 76-65. to 65. Hunter Dickinson had 20 points and 8 rebounds. We do know that the Live Golf Invitational and Maya Copa is going on their first event of the year. Joaquin Neiman is your leader there. And as far as the AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am on the PGA Tour side, Wyndham Clark, yeah, had to 
Research that name for a second. But yeah, 17 under is where he is. He leads all by two shots. And Stephen Ephraim, he shot a 60 today in their third round. Had a couple of missed putts by millimeters to get himself inside 60. That 60 is a course record mm. at Pebble Beach. And as I flip the microphone back over to you, Ephraim and Steve, I know, Steve, you, you shoot 60, but that's for nine holes. <laughs> <laughs> you know the problem when you when you don't play a lot of there was a time when I actually played quite a bit of golf and I actually learned how to sort of play a little bit. Um, I actually broke ninety once on a legit course, not like a you know championship level, but I mean you know sure. But the the rare times that I ever play anymore, I can still hit the ball off the tee pretty well. The short game, short game, boy. I, I, gone. You know, I mean, I I. I Outside of a tapping, I can't make a putt. When I saw Tom Brady, and you guys probably saw this within the week, when he duffed mm-hmm. his driver at Pebble Beach, the first person I thought of was you. <laughs> no, that is that would be the biggest shock to you. Is <laughs> well, it always helps to have a few bloody marys before I tee off, yeah. something like that. Uh, but no, I, I learned how to turn, so I don't slice. You know, there's that's always that big difference between slicing and hooking and fading and drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what hey you guys, want. To, you want to fade and draw. What are we doing, guys? Let me tell. Uh, let me tell you this. A hundred percent of the people listening can care less. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Sure. I, I just, <laughs> I just yawned in the studio, and I was like, "Oh snap! This is real." All right, we're here live from the TireRack.com studios. I, I went down that path. I'm sorry about that. All right, I want to get back to a guy named Patrick Mahomes. So, I said going into this game against the Ravens, if he pulls off the double, winning at Buffalo, at Baltimore, having never had a road playoff game before, there are only two names ahead of him in the history of the NFL that I would say have a better resume at quarterback. Tom Brady being one and Joe Montana being two. And Joe Montana is there because of his four for four in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and never even throwing a single interception in those four games. He's like the Michael Jordan, you know, six yeah. for six in yep. the NBA Finals. That's how that's how Montana is. Nobody else. See you later, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Throw any name out there. Mahomes has passed you because of his ability to come up with the big plays in the biggest games. So that would give him if he wins this game. I had to give him three Super Bowls. That's three Super Bowls. And six years. Correct. Yeah. Well, he's the first quarterback ever to start six consecutive conference championship games. The only other quarterback that did five was Ken Stabler of the Raiders, ironically. He lost four of those five. He started six consecutive AFC championship games. That's never been done before. No quarterback. Not Brady. Nobody has ever done that. So he is in that rarefied air. So I, I want to ask you, as you watch Patrick Mahomes, from your 13-year experience playing in the National Football League, playing with, playing against so many quarterbacks, more than we could talk about. When you watch Patrick Mahomes, and I look at I two, uh, before last season, I was one of those when Tyreek Hill left for Miami, he said, that's it, you're going to find out. Without Tyreek Hill, eh. He won the Super Bowl. And now playing their best football when it counts. When they need a play, Mahomes delivers. So when you watch him play, Ephraim, why? What is it about Patrick Mahomes 
that separates himself from all the rest. Um, when you watch Patrick Mahomes play, you get a sense that he can make any and every throw. Or you get a sense that he'll make the right decision. Whether it's the read, whether it's scrambling. He's not a scrambling quarterback. It's not a running quarterback. But what we've seen, especially last year in the Super Bowl, without his legs, they don't win that Super Bowl. And so you're at a position to when you're watching him play, it's a master class, right? You take away the fastest receiver in the league, they go back and they win the Super Bowl. You have a bevy of drops all year. I mean, Kelsey dropping them. Uh, every single receiver has dropped them. We've seen them dip this year offensively further than we've seen since this, you know he's been a starter there. But yet here we are in the Super Bowl. And the gauntlet that he had to go through to get to the Super Bowl, I mean, it was one in Buffalo, one degree, on the road. Then he has to go to Baltimore, the MVP of the league. Okay. He makes the right plays all the time, which is annoying if you're not a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So watching him play, you understand. And Brady had a little bit of this. A lot of bit of this, excuse me. He's never out of it. No matter what's going on in the game, how much time is on the clock, this is the same man with nine seconds on the clock put his team in position to, to kick a field goal. Nine seconds. I've never seen that before in my life. He has a way of doing exactly what you need him to do. This run is really just beginning for him. Because, I mean, it could be four Super Bowls in six years. All right, so this this is where I want to jump in for a quick moment here because I mentioned the two guys ahead of him. Now, here's something about Joe Montana. Between his first two Super Bowl wins and his second Super Bowl wins, two wins, they had three straight one and outs. A couple of them were ugly. Mm-hmm. Ugly. In fact, in two of those three games, the 49ers didn't score a touchdown. So they had three consecutive one and outs and then ended up winning another back-to-back Super Bowl. Tom Brady had a 10-year hiatus. 10-year, yep. From his first three... To the next three, there was a 10-year gap. So it was a shorter gap for Montana, a longer gap for Brady to get back to winning Super Bowls. Can Mahomes avoid that and just keep rolling? Yeah. and it. And I mean, obviously, I, if he were to win three straight Super Bowls, winning this Super Bowl and then the next, now you've done something no one's ever done. And, and, and I'll tell you the, the key to that. He, he is the key to that. Right. Now, of course, health has a lot to do with it. You know, you remember Brady lost a whole year uh, with the knee. Um, But here's what Brady did better than anybody else. And we still don't know what New England necessarily did with the money that they saved on Brady. Mm-hmm. Brady always From saw... From the Fox Sports studios in law. Brady always saw legacy before money. But I he think Mahomes also, has done the same thing. And that's what I'm saying. He's playing under market value, way under market value. Like his market value is $65 million a year. Right. That's what his market value is. 
It'll be $65 million a year. You know what happens if you pay a one person that on the team? Mm-hmm. You got that one person. All right. Now, case in point, if he continues to have these team-friendly deals, they'll be able, you're going to have receivers lining up to come play there, to take less to play there. If they can keep this model going, then he has an opportunity to win not only seven, but more. So when he lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady, okay, he lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. A lot of people have. Losing a Super Bowl to Brock Purdy? Is it even possible? We're going to break down the 49ers' chances of upending Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. This is Fox Football Saturday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Steve Harbin, from Salon. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. So, Ephraim, have you been uh, watching any of the Pro Bowl games? No. No. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm you know, there good. was actually a time when I was young where the Pro Bowl game was a opportunity for players to sort of test their level against the best players in the league. You didn't see players backing out of the game unless they had a legitimate injury. You would have maybe one or two replacements for legitimately injured players. 
Now he had 30 replacements. Gardner Minshew is now a pro bowler. Gardner Minshew. Man, so, I wish I would have played in this I era, mean, man. you would have had 10 pro bowls. I would have been amazing. <laughs> you would have had 10 pro bowls. I played in the era with some of the greatest offensive linemen on the planet Earth. And the they offensive all, tackles are and, all in the and, Hall and, of Fame. All of them in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, by the way, speaking of Hall of Fame, coming up in the next hour, you know I'm a big follower of the Hall of Fame. I'm a little obsessed, over the top. Mm-hmm. And based on my knowledge of the voting process... I'm going to give you, I'm going to do a prediction coming oh. up in the next hour as far as the five modern candidates that are going to make up the class of 2024. I bet I'll be close, but I got okay. some ideas. I All got right. some ideas on that coming up in the next hour. I'm looking forward to that. Brock Purdy has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Brock Purdy got a, a more playoff wins than a lot of people. Yeah, so he's already won three playoff games. Is yeah. it three? Three playoff games. In his uh, short career, and by the way, these two wins that he has shown this year, both come from behind wins. Yeah, those are the intangible things that we we heap onto our elite quarterbacks, right? When you need it the most, can you do something, right? In that in that uh, Baltimore game, they were down by seven. Lamar Jackson, we need something from you. We got nothing. Uh, in the Buffalo game. Josh Allen, we need something from you. They got nothing. And so, Brock Purdy, we need some. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And I'll say this about Brock Purdy, and I stand by this. If Brock Purdy, who's played in 26 games, won 21 of them, if Brock Purdy was the first pick in the draft last year instead of Bryce Young, and this was his resume, we would be praising him. Right. But because he was the last pick in the draft, we refuse to praise him. We give praise to everybody around him and say he's average. And to me, that's not fair. Well, and I I fell prey to this. You and I have been defenders of Brock Purdy. Look at his numbers. But then they had that loss to Baltimore. It happens. And happens, I was like, all right, well, that wasn't, that was it ugly. Hap- it happens. It does. I, they all have ugly games. You tell me one great quarterback None. that hasn't had an None. ugly game. This Tom kid, Brady had ugly games. This kid has played 26 football games. Yes. He's won 25 of them. He's been to two NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl in a year. Here's the one in thing. two years. Here's the one thing I know Brock Purdy will not do. That Lamar Jackson did. And that's fall prey to the idea that I gotta outplay Patrick Mahomes. Oh no, he's just gonna play his game. He's only he's gonna play his, gonna game. Play his game. He doesn't compare even if he doesn't complete a pass if they win this game, he'll get acknowledged. You know, one of the great ironies of uh pro football history is Joe Namus winning Super Bowl three. He did not throw a touchdown pass in that game. In fact, if anyone, based on the numbers, should have been the MVP of the game, it was Matt Snell, the running back. He had 30 carries, 121 yards, and he scored the only touchdown of the game for the Jets. He was the MVP. They gave it to Namath because he was the quarterback. Now, in those days, quarterbacks called their own plays. So he doesn't have somebody. So he had a feel for the game, and he felt like one way, because the Colts had a high-powered offense, let's run clock. 
We're going to run the football. We know we can. And once it was successfully continued, Don Maynard, his Hall of Fame wide receiver, who had two touchdowns in the AFL championship game, caught zero passes in that Super Bowl. He used him as a decoy the entire game. You know who didn't complain? Don Maynard. Never. Get the W, man. Never complain. Hall of Fame receiver. He all-time record for receptions at the time of his retirement. Never complain that he didn't catch a single pass in it, that it, Super Bowl. It's crazy. And I believe Brock Purdy that. is of that mindset. Come on, man. This kid is a, is a gamer. All right. Who's going to make that Hall of Fame class of 2024? I have some ideas about that. Much more on the Super Bowl. This is Fox Football Saturday. All right, rolling along here on this uh, big Saturday, eight days away from the big game. Fox Football Saturday, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com are going to help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Such a great time as we get ready for the Super Bowl. And a lot of other things are taken care of as well. Coming up on Thursday, we'll have the NFL Honors Show. We'll give away all the awards. It's going to be interesting when Lamar Jackson is named the MVP. And again, all these awards are voted on at the end of the regular season. And I, I've been asked over the years, because I'm a little bit of an awards freak, well, big time, um, little whether bit. or not, because we talk about the Heisman, we talk about all these awards, Major, every single sport votes on these season awards based on regular season and not the postseason. And then I say, I don't have a problem with that because ultimately what's more valuable being a regular season MVP or being a Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl MVP all day. Exactly. Same thing with being an NBA finals MVP or a world series MVP or, you know, the Stanley Cup, the Con Smythe, which is given to the best player in the postseason. Most people would say, that that's a more prestigious honor than any regular season honors you might get. Yeah, because when you look at it, you know, based on that, there have been some league MVPs who've never played in a Super Bowl or an NBA Finals or a World Series. Sure. So the whole point is to win it all. Right. Now, what they used to do with these regular season awards voted on by the Associated Press and the NFL is that they would announce them in the course going to the Super Bowl. Then they created this NFL Honors Show, Mm -hmm. which can be awkward because, like in the case of Lamar Jackson, he's going to stand up there, be handed the MVP award, and people are going to like, well, how's he the MVP after what he did last week against the team? Again, the award was voted on, you know, before, last day of the regular season. Also announced will be the new Hall of Fame class. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something, Ephraim, I follow like no other. And I have people I talk to, and we throw ideas out there, trying to come up with predictions okay. on who exactly is going to make up the class. I'm not going to include the old-timers or the coaching candidate. I'm talking about the five modern inductees into the class of 2024. So they announced 15 finalists, and five of them will make it. Question is, which five? Which five? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break this down for you right now. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, so there are two first ballot finalists. First year of eligibility, boom, they're finalists. Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates. Okay. They both go in, right? Yes. No. 
Really? Here's my theory on this. Okay. I think Julius Peppers is automatically getting in, but I'm going to tell you why I don't believe Antonio Gates will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Two reasons. One, there's only been one tight end ever to be first ballot. Ever. Tony Gonzalez. And as great as Gates was, he doesn't have those kind of numbers that Gonzalez has. Two, he got busted for PEDs late in his career. And by the way, did I tell you that Shannon Sharp called my radio show after that came out? This was unbelievable. I'm like, they like, we got Shannon Sharp on the phone. I'm like, what? And he wanted to dismiss Antonio Gates from ever getting into the Hall of Fame. I'm like, that's not going to happen. It was a bizarre call. But it was, <laughs> it was actually him calling in the show. But I believe the only other tight end that will be a first ballot guy will be Gronk, who isn't oh. eligible yet for the Hall of Fame. Oh, I think Travis Kelsey as well. Well, and, and Travis Kelsey okay. down the road. Oh, okay. And fair or not, and again, we're talking about a guy, Antonio Gates, who has more touchdown receptions than any tight end in the history of the game. I think they're going to say he's not Tony Gonzalez. Hmm. So that's one guy, Julius Peppers. Okay. All right, there's two guys that I think have been very close that are finally going to get in. One of them is Devin Hester. Now, this Ah. has been the big argument about a guy who probably will be the worst wide receiver ever to go into the Hall of Fame. Didn't he play some defensive back as well? Yeah. He he couldn't do those things. But as a kick return artist. Goodness gracious. 20 return touchdowns, and that doesn't include the opening kickoff of the Super Bowl he played in. Brother, that brother was dangerous. Again, can you write the history of the game without mentioning Devin Hester? No. No. He's the greatest return man in the history of the game. I think Hester gets in. Another guy I think that's going to get in, he's been close the last couple of years, is Patrick Willis. Willis is one of those guys that had a shortened Short career, career. But when he played, Oof. Pro Bowl, All Pro, like every year. Best in the game. So I think those are two specialty guys, one because of a shortened career, one because he's a return guy. We've never had a pure return guy really get in the hall. I think they get in. All right, that's three of the five. This is where it gets tricky. (laughs) So there are three wide receivers, and they've all been on this ballot several times. Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, and Andre Johnson. One of those guys has got to make it this year, and I'm going to tell you why I'm picking the one guy. If you look at Torrey Holt, He had a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame receiver on the other side in Isaac Bruce. If you look at Reggie Wayne, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame receiver on the other side in Marvin Harrison. Andre Johnson. Had nothing. Matt Schaub. David Carr. David Carr. Matt Schaub. Oh, I know. I was there. Yeah. I was there. So based on that, because they're going to break the, I guarantee you they're going to break this log jam. They're going to say, Andre if Andre belongs. Johnson had, if he was part of the oh greatest show on turf, be, or if he had Peyton Manning, think of the number. He had three years over 1,500 yards receiving. First receiver to ever do it in back-to-back years. Exactly. Or three years. So I'm going to say Andre Johnson is my fourth guy. All right, I know you're a big offensive line guy, Jari Evans, Willie Anderson. See, the problem with Willie Anderson is, what is he, the fifth best offensive tackle of his era, as great as he was? He wasn't Walter Jones, he wasn't Orlando Pates, he wasn't Jonathan Ogden, he wasn't Willie Rofe. 
God, those guys were so good. And those guys are all Hall of Famers. Man, those guys were so good. So I'm going to eliminate those guys, and that gets down to two pass rushers. Jared Allen and Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney. So Jared Allen's been on the ballot a couple of extra times, but my guess is a guy you've talked to me about over and over again, the biggest nightmare, and I believe the committee, I know they all listen to this show, and they've heard you many times talk about, because I've asked you, who was the t- and he, he, Dwight Freeney? Not even a question. He was a nightmare, brother. This brother, we were a nightmare. Now I got to know Dwight when he came to, back to San Diego. Super guy. Great, great guy. Great guy. A lot of fun. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Freeney. Slight edge there. Obviously, he's got the Super Bowl with the Colts, so he's, he checks all the boxes. Yeah. So that's that's my prediction. I'm gonna predict. Julius Peppers, Devin Hester, Patrick Willis, Andre Johnson, and Dwight Freeney. I'll bet I get at least three of those. I hope so. Maybe four. I hope it's Dre. I'm never, I'm never, I'm never five for five, but I know that is my prediction right there. I hope it's Dre. Andre deserves it. I mean, Gates, Gates is tough, but I, I keep thinking they're going to pass on Gates. I don't know why it is. Well, you said why. Well, I gave you two reasons why. Because I don't think that they look at him in the and they don't hold tight ends at the same level as some of the other positions. They don't. Th- I don't. I don't think they're going to look at him as first. He probably will make it next year, but not first ballot. Um, tell everybody why Dwight Freeney was a Hall of Famer. Dwight Freeney was the perfect combination of speed and power. Early in his career, he was all speed. Speed, speed, speed. Get you a feel, spin underneath. Get you a feel, spin underneath. Go inside, spin outside. Okay, I'm a basketball player. I could take speed. What happens with speed is it doesn't allow you to stay down and ground yourself as an offensive tackle. You have to be up and light on your feet to be able to change direction with him. I'll never forget, I had played against Dwight, you know, I don't know, five, six times. The speed, 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 speed. We have hellacious battles out there. One-on-one, whole game. And I remember we were we were in, I think I was playing in Jacksonville, and we went to uh, Indianapolis. And with the crowd noise and him, brother, and I remember I set out on him and he was rushing upfield. He took two steps and he turned and put his helmet down and hit me right in the chest. All I saw was stadium lights. <laughs> I saw Timber. I just saw stadium lights and then the, the quarterback's foot. And I said, "Oh my god!" Threw me off the whole game. Do you talk to him like, "What was that?" I talked to him after the game. Yeah. I said, bruh, what was that? He said, my coach has sat down with me, and we watched every game I ever played against you, and I never gotten a sack against you. And he said, you've done everything except power. So that's all we worked on, and it changed everything. Ask Jonathan Ogden. Ask all the greats. His speed to power 
was better than anybody's in the league, hands down. So what he did was he made you start guessing. Is it speed? Is it power? And he's too fast for you to guess. He's too fast for you to guess. And he's he made it a, he made it his job to make you guess wrong. Hmm. That's how quick it was. Remember, he was the safety at Syracuse. Right, right. It was a safety. Turned into a defensive end with safety speed. And it just made you uncomfortable. It made you uncomfortable. The whole game. Normally, when you're playing out there at tackle, you can go 60 plays. You'll be uncomfortable 20. Being uncomfortable for 60 plays or 55-plus plays makes for an awfully long evening. Well, if I'm right, can you imagine having bookend Peppers and Freeney? How'd you like to go against that defensive front? No. <laughs> and I've gone against both of them. Yeah, those those are high level. I, I believe Peppers is an automatic, absolute automatic. All right, that's my prediction. I don't think I I don't know if I've ever gotten five for five, but I I I I think my guesses are pretty good right now. We'll see how close we get. All right, we're gonna get back to the big game. The 49ers and the Chiefs, and why this is the best possible matchup for this year's Super Bowl. This is Fox Football Saturday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Steve Harbin and Ephraim Salon. This is Fox Football Saturday, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Now, right after the show, our podcast is going up. 
If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. Anxious to see if any of my Hall of Fame predictions come true. See how good I did there. Um, All right, so I know a lot of people, when the Chiefs especially won, it was like, ugh. Which is basically what we used to get with the Patriots, right? I've always said this about uh, team sports, individual sports. I think all sports are better when you have a dominant team. When you have one team or one individual dominating a sport, like Tiger Woods did in golf, or you know Roger Federer in tennis, or uh, you know Martina or Serena Williams, someone like that. When you have it on the team situation, same thing. You know, back in the '60s when the Celtics and mm. UCLA were mm. dominating the basketball world, as much as we hate the Celtics, I'm not sure about the Celtics. But okay, okay, I see. Okay. But I'm telling you, it gives the sport an identity, and it gives the sport something to shoot at. So this is going to be the fourth Chiefs Super Bowl in the last five years. The Super Bowl that did not have the Chiefs was the Rams and Bengals. I'm sorry. Unless you're a Rams fan or a Bengals fan, (laughs) it was a pretty forgettable Super Bowl. Close game. It was embarrassing for the Rams because way more Bengal fans showed up at SoFi Stadium than Rams fans. But that aside. We remember the Super Bowls that the Patriots are in. Especially remember those that they lost. Losing to the Giants twice Twice. in Eli Manning. And then Nick Foles. Nick Foles, baby. Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. And he was the difference in that game. Yeah, he was. And Doug Peterson outcoached Bill Belichick that day. Yep. So to me, it's a really good thing to have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And I'm not a Chiefs fan by any stretch of the imagination. I appreciate what they do. Are I'm you, just not rooting for them. Are you a Swifty, though? Okay. So there are now theories out there that this whole thing's been rigged. Um, these, okay. are, these are the outsiders. These are people that are on the outside and have no stake in the well, NFL at all. There was a lot of money to be made. Because we have a presidential election year, and the reports are that President Biden is trying to get an endorsement from her, and that the Chiefs are destined to win, so that she's literally going to be like on camera after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl saying, vote for President Biden. This is how absurd this whole thing is. Or the fact that Travis Kelsey is going to get down on a knee after the game. Remember the Boise State and, and player, what, Ian take Johnson? His, take his shoes off? No, he's going to actually propose no, to her no. on national TV. These are the theories that are being thrown out there by people that absolutely have no idea. I will say this. I don't really care about her one way or the other, but she will have zero impact on this game. I agree. Zero. Whether they win, whether they lose, Taylor Swift is not accountable. One way or the other. So we can leave her out of the equation. As far as this game is concerned, though, again, I'm trying to get the visual. Sometimes you get a visual on a game, and I'm trying to visualize Brock Purdy consoling Travis. Uh, excuse me. Hold on. I've just been handing notes here. 
Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to vision Brock Purdy consoling Patrick Mahomes after beating him in the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that I be can't, great? I can't get that visual in my head. I, I would love to it. To me, that doesn't register. I, I see Mahomes being gracious to Brock Purdy saying, your day will come. You got it, kid. You got it, kid. You're your up next. You're, you're, exactly. That to me is... Because again, when Tom Brady was seeing Mahomes after you know the Bucks blew out the Chiefs, yeah, don't worry, you'll have plenty of opportunities. This was probably my last hurrah. That one made sense. But what doesn't make sense to me in this game is Brock Purdy walking over to Mahomes saying, "Gee, man, I, you know, you're you're still the greatest." You know, I don't see that happening. I don't know how you could bet against Mahomes in this game. It's hard to bet against Mahomes unless you're a Niner fan. And, look, I'm pulling for Brock because I love the story. I love Mr. Irrelevant being oh so relevant. I love him being the story. I love the guy making the least amount of money winning the Super Bowl and being the Super Bowl MVP. To me, as a writer in Hollywood, that's a hell of a story. I want to see that. I want to go to that movie. I hope his parents give me the rights to his story. If Brock Purdy beats Patrick Mahomes, where does his star power go? What what do we do with Brock Purdy? What are you talking about? What do we what do we do with Tom Brady? But that was a different time. It doesn't matter. I mean, the 2001 season and the 2023 season are light years apart. I get it. In this day and age, if Brock Purdy beats Patrick Mahomes. Afterthoughts are afterthoughts. Who did did Tom Brady beat? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. This is how you start your legacy. This is how you do it. Nobody thought Tom Brady was going to be what he became. The crazy thing, the difference between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes is everyone can see it in Patrick Mahomes. No one saw it in Tom Brady. No one sees it in Brock Purdy. They're more alike than Mahomes and Brady are. That's what I've been trying to get people to understand. Tom Brady and Brock Purdy are more alike and have more in common than Mahomes and Brady. So when people are like, oh, well, this and oh, well, that, or he can't do this and he can't do that, I don't remember all of that. With They were talking about Tom Brady, who ends up happening to be the greatest quarterback to ever play. Hmm. But we can heap praise over here. But this kid is basically doing something no one's ever done. Right. And and again, when Brady when people talk about Tom Brady as the GOAT and the record speaks for itself, ten Super Bowls. Seven wins. Ten. That's crazy. Ten. Gotta ten start Super gotta start Bowls. with one. But they say he didn't have the strongest arm. He certainly wasn't the best athlete to play. Surely the wasn't. Did you see Brock Purdy take off and use his legs uh last week? I just go back to twenty eight to three against the Falcons. You know what I'll never forget about that Super Bowl? So they're down 19, and they kick a field goal. And I was like, 
What the hell is that? So it's like, well, then it's a two-score game. I go, you're down six. I guess technically, yeah, if you were to get, I don't know, two touchdowns and two two-point conversions. Which they did. Which is exactly what they did. And then went in overtime. Hey, man. I bet Kyle Shanahan won't make that mistake again. The knock on Brock Purdy was is that most of his games early on were 49er blowouts. So? So he hadn't proven himself, and yet in this well, postseason. Well, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Ooh, did they have the same team that Trey Lance was quarterbacking? Yes. Did they have the same team that Jimmy Garoppolo was quarterbacking? Yes. So what are we talking about here? No, I mean, people this are trying kid, to try to walk This kid to jumped this into the down. driver's seat, and it became a completely different team. He has engineered two come-from-behind victories in this postseason. I'm going back to last postseason when he was on that seven-game run. Right. Seven in a row. Until he got hurt in the uh, AF, uh, the NFC Championship game. Right. Which, in my opinion, he was going to annihilate Philadelphia. So all we've seen this kid do in 26 games is win 21 of them. Okay. That, to me, sounds like a hell of a start to a career. And it's not like he's dinking and dunking. But look at his numbers. He can throw the ball down the field. And by the way, he ran in this game. It, biggest plays like for just, him in that game against Lamar the Lamar didn't. He did. He did. He even ran over one guy. You see that one Yeah, play? he did. He put his head down. Guess why? Guess why? Because it meant something. He wants it. And that's how Mahomes is. Mahomes runs with purpose. That's it, man. Not just He runs for crazy. first downs. Look. This is going to be it's going to be a great game. Both have great top uh top 5 defenses this year. Uh both have prolific offensive weapons. Uh it's just going to be a great game. I agree with you and I think ultimately it was the best possible Super Bowl matchup. I agree. The defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs against a 49er team that may have been there a year ago, Purdy doesn't go down with that injury against Bingo. the Eagles. I I can't wait to see it. All right, let's find out what's trending right now. I don't know if he's as excited as we are about the Super Bowl matchup. Do you really care, B-Fen, about 49ers versus the Chiefs? I don't really care. I really don't. You know, I am an NFL fan free agent. We've talked about this, being that I'm from San Diego and the team that used to be there. I'm going to get – you're sort of spoiling it because I didn't get a chance to talk to him about Harbaugh last week, so we're going to get into that. Because Harbaugh's made some very bold statements. Well, did you know the statement that he made as a quarterback for the the San Diego Chargers? He and Ryan Leaf that one year went one and fifteen together. I think that was the two thousand season. Yeah. So I was in San Diego when Harbaugh joined the team. So he came in in ninety nine, the year after Leaf's rookie year. They had a fill in because Leaf was hurt, and he actually was like a five hundred quarterback that year. Didn't play poorly, but then the next year they started the season with Leaf because they were committed to him. He was awful. Then they brought in Harbaugh. He lost five straight games. And those are the last five games he ever played in the NFL. <laughs> One in 15. And then two years later, got hired as a uh, assistant coach with the Raiders and the rest is history. Yeah. And then he went to University of San Diego yep. and Stanford. And yeah, absolutely. Well, he's made it a bigger deal with all of his success in college as a coach. But when it comes to a guy going down injury-wise, you guys were mentioning that just moments ago, Bulls superstar Zach Levine, he is going to be undergoing season-ending surgery on his right foot. So he should be out about four to six months. Joel Embiid, according to reports, has that displaced flap. 
snap of the meniscus in his left knee. He's considering rest, rehab, or surgery. So there are two different options there for him. As far as the NFL is concerned, the Dolphins finalized Anthony Weaver as their defensive coordinator. Cliff Kingsbury could be on the top list for the Washington Commanders in regards to their offensive coordinator vacancy. He essentially did the audible to the Las Vegas Raiders saying that he verbally agreed essentially to be their OC and then pulled out and reports are suggesting that there was a contract dispute between Kingsbury and Las Vegas and rumor could be that Chip Kelly could fill in that role as the Vegas OC now that the opportunity is open and considering that he has he also has had two interviews with the team in the last few Days As far as what is going on in college hoops, number one UConn with a big win on Fox television earlier today against St. John, 77 to 64, the final score. How about Hunter Dickinson going off for Kansas? Don't need to run the clock, but definitely a great shot offense. KJ at the top. Gotta go. Four to shoot. Inside Dickinson turns, shoots, hit it again. What a day offensively for Hunter Dickinson. Now 20 points for the big fella. Kansas Jayhawk Radio Network. He would finish with those 20 points as number eight Kansas at home holds off number four Houston 78 to 65. A home win for San Diego State against number 17 Utah State 81 to 67. Victories for number nine Marquette over Georgetown 91 to 57. Also playing out in front of us right now from Chapel Hill. A battle of two top 10 teams. What rivals they are. Number seven Duke is down by 10 against number three North Carolina 45 to 35. And Armando Baycott for UNC has 12 points and 8 rebounds in the first half. and That would include 3 offensive rebounds. And then lastly, we do have two different things happening in the world of golf, including Joaquin Neiman firing a 70 today, second round of the Live Invitational down in Mayacopa, Mexico. He has a four-shot lead over one being John Rahm. John Rahm, of course, making the move over from the PGA Tour. And speaking of the PGA Tour, Wyndham Clark is leading their event this week, AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, 17-under for the tournament. That's their third round. He's got a one-shot lead. Wyndham Clark firing a course record today, 60 at Pebble Beach. That would include missing a couple of short putts, which could have gotten him inside 60. With that, let's get it back to Ephraim Salam and that man right over there, right over there, Steve Hartman. Yeah, well, could have shot a 58 today. Hey, we're not going to do that again. Okay? <laughs> I was going to say. We're not doing that. Thank you. We're not talking golf, right? Are we? All right. I do. Sorry about that. Uh, B-Fan, great stuff as always. Once again, we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios here. Fox Football Saturday. All the coaching vacancies have been filled uh, for minority hirings amongst the eight new coaches. So I think that's certainly a positive. How shocked were you about the Raheem Morris hiring in Atlanta, knowing that Belichick had interviewed twice for that job? I, I wasn't that shocked. I think um, the way Belichick ended in, in New England, it gave a lot of people pause. The league has changed. Like we started this whole show off talking about, you know, change is inevitable and you need to roll with the tides you no longer have an eight track in your car, right? I don't see Bill Belichick being able to change, to to be able to relate in like he lost a locker room in New England. That, I mean, that seems almost impossible to say. Now you know his argument would be, "Why should I change? Look at my resume." Exactly. 
And I don't know if organizations are going to be okay with that, especially at that price tag. So what you don't want to do is alienate the locker room because, I mean, number one, that money's guaranteed for coaches. And you can't run off the young talent. Atlanta's a vibrant, young, hip town. They have a DJ at halftime. They have performances at halftime. Like, it's a lot of energy in Atlanta. It just didn't seem like it fit. I didn't understand why he was honestly interested in that job. Obviously, the quarterback I just, situation I, I think is, he was interested in a job. A job. This is the only interview he had. And again, he is trying to chase down Don Shula as the winningest coach in the history of the NFL. That is very important to him. The biggest hire was one that right here on Fox Sports Radio, I said it was going to happen the day that Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco were fired. There would only be one choice. Sit. One choice. And the league was going to make sure it happened. How many times have you seen a team hire a coach before hiring a general manager? It is rare. Very, very rare. rare. Chargers did because the league made them pay the price well, they, they, for they, the one guy they could hire that would actually move the needle in a share. city like Los Angeles. Market share, baby. They need this L.A. market to respond to the Chargers because they are a non-entity in this city. And we know because we're here. They are a complete non-entity, even with Justin Herbert as their quarterback. That will change with Jim Harbaugh. The question is... How long is it going to take? People seem to forget all these last three years, three straight. Have we forgotten the first six years that Jim Harbaugh went to Michigan? One bowl game, 0-6 against Ohio State? They didn't have a quarterback, though. Right. They have one now. But they need so much more. They're $50 million over the cap. They got a quarterback, though. They got to cut loose a lot of players. But they have a quarterback. How long is it going to take? By the way, Jim Harbaugh has made a couple of statements. One, he expects to win multiple championships with the Chargers. And two, he believes his Michigan quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, will be the first quarterback selected in this year's draft. Well, look, I I, I know what he's doing. J.J. McCarthy got him a, a national championship. Only lost one game at Michigan. Right. Lost one game, so he's trying to help him. I mean, the Chargers aren't in a position to get him, so it, no. it doesn't it doesn't doesn't matter. He's trying to help his draft his right. draft stop, yeah. which is what you want. Right. You, right. you want someone that that you care about, that care about you, to try to help you as much as they can, and that's what he's doing. All right. So Harbaugh has had an incredible record everywhere he has gone. He's a winner. He knows how to take losers and make them winners. Yes. Took a little longer than some people were comfortable with Michigan, but ultimately he got the job done. But as I said on my Twitter slash X account, overcoming the Spanos curse is going to be the greatest challenge of Jim Harbaugh's coaching career. There's a lot to be said why certain organizations are perennial losers. And the Chargers are in that list. The Jets. I mean, but we saw Detroit. Right? I mean, it didn't seem possible. They'd gone through a lot of coaches, and all of a sudden, Dan Campbell shows up. Should be in the Super Sometimes Bowl. Sometimes you just need the right guy. But the question is, are they going to cooperate with him? They just seem to get in their well, way. with the money that they're going to pay him, they have no choice. And that's the great part. Yes. We know how frugal they are as a family, as He's owners. making, I'll put it this way, probably double what Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn, and Brandon Staley made combined. So what I'm saying is, yeah. you have no choice but to be patient. They have to be patient. That's it. They're not going to eat the salary. Okay, so you're a member of the Southern California community. Yes, I am. One thing that Jim Harbaugh understands about this market, and he said it in his press conference, it's not winning 
a championship. To register in this market, you would need to win multiple championships. Yeah, you got to get people used to coming. To, like that's why the Lakers are the Lakers, right? It's be it became a thing. Yes, right. The Clippers can win all these regular seasons. Like, and nobody I don't care about the Clippers, man. Come on, yeah. What are you talking about? Even if the Clippers win a championship, but they they're, 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 the, it's not going to change anything. You have to win a lot consistently. Year after year after year. If the Chargers can get on a roll like the Chiefs are on right now, Brother, or the Patriots are the on, the city will open up for you. It'll change everything. I'm anxious to see how he's going to get it done. I'm excited. All right. On the other side, we're going to have some predictions on this show about a game that's still eight days away. This is Fox Football Saturday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Steve Hartman, Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Football Saturday. We're coming live from the TireRack.com studios. Want to thank the crew today. B. Fenn, doing a tremendous job doing those updates. He had a lot of golf today. A lot of golf. More golf than Ephraim was comfortable with. Yeah, I, I really want to just push through that, guys. Just push past it. Patrick, who was uh, leaving the studio even before I could thank him, our He's back. brilliant He's back. young producer here making his mark. Fleet of foot, just sprinted back. Appreciate you today, man. Of course, of course. Are, are you getting you more appreciation around this building with your association with this show? Of course, yeah. yeah. You, you guys are the bright stars. They well, I just, uh, you know, I like to say that. Like <laughs> to At least somewhere on the or on earth I can be a bright star. And, of course, the glue to this show is Lorena, Lorena without question. Lorena just 
make sure everything just moves smoothly here. Lorena, have- let the let the people hear your voice. Yola, what's up? There you go. Uh, Lorena, especially today, we're in a building that has no power. There's no lights on. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many bags of the chips I've eaten so far. They're, so they brought in these uh, chips. Uh, was those a box of donuts as well? That was donuts. I had one of those too. Did yeah. you? Well, nothing. no better combo than chips and donuts. In the dark. In the dark. <laughs> in the dark. Uh, great job by everybody today. Um, all right. So Steve, this is- great yeah. job by you. Thank you very okay? much. I hope that my Hall of Fame predictions- Come closest. I, I, I hope I've never, I've I never gone spot five on for five. Because if you're spot on, yeah. and my guy Andre Johnson gets in, mm. I can't. Well, wait. I told you why. I think that he separates and himself it, from of, Reggie of Wayne course, and Tory Holt. Course, the man, this dude. I, I was telling you during the break. Every day he showed up and went to work, worked harder than everybody else, and then went home. Yeah, he didn't complain. He didn't mm. cry. He didn't do any of that. He just worked. Yeah, and it was evident on the field again. David Carr, Matt Schaub. No Peyton Manning, no Kurt the, Warner. The reason he should really get in is because he beat the living crap out of Cortland Finnegan <laughs> on on the field one day. I mean, Just that alone mm. should put him in the, in the Hall of Fame. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, again, that'll be coming up on Thursday with the NFL Honors Show, uh, the Hall of Fame class of 2024. Excited about that. All right. So we've... Uh, Talk plenty about this matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, honestly, thanks to John Harbaugh and Dan Campbell, that's why we have this matchup. I'm I'm sorry. Great job, guys. Uh, a bad game plan by John Harbaugh inexplicably against the Chiefs and some very questionable decisions by Dan Campbell when you have a two-touchdown lead. <laughs> On the road. Some people just don't want it. So we end up really getting, I think, the best matchup. Um, The Kyle Shanahan factor. So these teams faced each other four years ago in the Super Bowl. And the 49ers were leading this game going into the fourth quarter. And we all remember that that deep ball by Jimmy Garoppolo. Just just missed it. Wide open. Guess who's not going to miss that? And that was the moment that Kyle Shanahan and we need John Lynch else. say we need a different quarterback. And guess who's not going to miss that throw? So uh, this is this is where it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. I assume this game's going to be a close game. I don't see a shootout because these are two of the better defenses out there. So I don't see what we saw last year with the Chiefs and the Eagles. I don't see, what, 38, 35, something like that. I don't see that. Every time I say that, I'm wrong. But anyway, I'm going to say it again. So this is going to be more of the 24-21 type game. And so it's going to come up to one of these two quarterbacks to engineer the winning drive. Now, conventional wisdom says then there should be no doubt in the outcome of this game that would belong to Patrick Mahomes. But we've seen the guy on the other side, Brock Purdy. He's pretty good. Do it the last couple of weeks. He's pretty, he's pretty good, man. A lot of times when I Super Bowls are done, and most of these Super Bowls I've covered, you know, and talked to the players leading up to the game, I get a certain sense of what the destiny calls for the outcome of this game. Now, again, my gut feeling is I would never get bet against Patrick Mahomes. But if Brock Purdy leads the 49ers to the Super Bowl championship, that 
is the best possible outcome for the league. Mr. Irrelevant Goodness in a two-year span is a Super Bowl champion. That serves the league better than Mahomes winning a third Super Bowl. Uh, look, so I-, I am saying right now, 24 21 49ers beat the Chiefs. I have it 31 27 49ers. Oh, you're taking the Niners as well? I'm taking the Niners because I like the story. As a former seventh round draft pick mm-hmm. who played in the Super Bowl his rookie year. Yes. Started every game as a rookie. Started every game. It's only four, four of us alive that's, that's done that. Right. Uh, I want him to finish this story. I want all the naysayers talking about what he doesn't have and what he doesn't do to realize being a player is more than that. And I think this young man has earned it. And I want to see him really cash in because now, I mean, he's making 900 grand, 800 grand. Here's the ultimate outcome. The big smiling face of Brock Purdy and Taylor Swift weeping on the sidelines. This is Fox Football Saturday. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshot to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.